Hey everybody, welcome. I'm Chris Aranjo for JR Cigars, and today we are uh, starting a new video under the Long Ash Podcast, uh, I guess, umbrella. It's called Industry Insider, and today the first guest of this episode is Maduro Aficionado. How how are you doing today, man? How are you doing? I really appreciate you having me here. No, no problem. Thank it's an you. Honor. For, yeah, thank you for coming coming on up and uh, stopping in our studio to sit and chat. Um, I'm, as many of you may know, I'm relatively new to, our company's relatively new to the TikTok world. Um, and actually, when we were researching, you know, cigar enthusiasts, cigar, manufa- cigar manufacturers, cigar influencers, you were actually on the list of like top 50, which my boss sent me. I was like, we already contacted him. We're good. <laughs> but you're on that list. And I thought that was pretty neat. And then when we saw your profile, I really enjoyed you know you seem to be more than just cigars i know in your profile you you are you know you say you are like you know cigars fashion i believe bourbon was was mentioned in there as well so i think it's it's all encompassing right it sure is yeah it's all part of the same family saying i mean most of us delve into all those things when we have a cigar so it's not limited by you know cigar it seems to have been put in a box. Yeah. And we're not in a box. Cigars go in the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. How long have you been, um, I guess, in the industry and smoking cigars and whatnot? Well, smoking cigars, if I tell you. Um, it's 80s. Okay. Before uh, it was popular, right? Before it was popular. Before the boom. and I had no idea anything about brands or, matter of fact, the, the first cigar I smoked to make you laugh, it was... Uh, I'm from Brooklyn originally, okay. um, from a Caribbean, West Indian Caribbean area. So one of my buddies, I don't know where he got them from, but he says, take them from his dad. He had boxes and boxes. of. It was the same cigar. I had no idea what it was. Was there bands on them too? Later I okay. found out what it was. It was the Macanudo. Oh, really? Okay. From Jamaica. Oh, wow. When it first started, you know, a lot of people don't know that it, it actually started out. Yeah, I didn't know that either. In Jamaica. So, you know, that was the thing because his, he was Jamaican. So, so he was proud of, you And know. he was able to get it from Jamaica. Oh, so he actually got these cigars yeah, when he I would go, like, visit his family? His father was okay. picked, That's why he always had boxes and boxes of them. Oh, but man. I guess, you know, as a kid, I didn't know what, what I was smoking. It was just, hey, it's a cigar. Yeah, you, know? you want to look cool when you're, yeah. It was, yeah. It was good. Yeah, my first cigar I smoked was the Monte Cristo White. Oh. Vintage Connecticut. My stepdad was like, here. I was like, oh, man, this is great. My palate has developed more, mm-hmm. and I enjoy a lot more. And I try to give him some here and there. He's like, I'll just stick with my what I love, what I know, you know. Um, but no, I think it, so. When you had the Macanudo in the '80s, like, what was your progression with the cigars? What did you start smoking more of? Did you did uh, you develop a palate like right off the bat? No, not no? off the bat. Well, I'll tell you a story. The what got me into cigars was. Story I used to hear about my grandfather, um, originally from South America, from Guyana, South America. And he was a tailor, he was a florist, he was a jack of all trades. But when he went out, fedora on his head, tailored suit, he had a cane that he used to open up and pull out his cigar. Oh, man. All right, so that was the image I had growing up. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool, I get away to do that, you know. And so that's what started me in the idea of a cigar, but it was the ass whipping that I got. 
when I first snuck a cigar. Uh, how old were you when that oh, happened? If I tell you, I'd probably <laughs> parents would go to jail. <laughs> I literally <laughs> snuck the cigar. It was left in the ashtray. It was uh, my dad had some friends over, and I snuck it out. And I knew I wasn't going to smoke it in front of them, so I kept it. Yeah. I light, I lit up the cigar in the front of the house because my mom in was Brooklyn. A, yeah, in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, okay. Nope. This was, yeah, in Brooklyn. This was in Brooklyn. Uh, and I lit it, started to puff on it. Here comes my mother. Now, I have nowhere else to go but go back into the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah. turn You're around. In the backyard. You don't have any. No, because yeah. I'm at the front of the house. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I, it would look funny. She'd be like, What's why going is he on? going yeah, over yeah. there? So I run in the house with the cigar, trying, my, turning my back, and I have nowhere to put it. So I open up the freezer and I throw it in, close it. Me not realizing that the smoke has traveled and the smell had traveled. She's like, what, what are you doing? Nothing. I, I, what am I going to say, right? And she opened that freezer. I got, I need to tell you, I, yeah. I, I got it. <laughs> you remember it still. I, I got it. <laughs> so that, that stuck with me. But I always wanted to try it. Yeah. You know, I didn't stop, you know. Did you so, smoke like in college and after college? Was that something you guys? Like- we smoked in college. One of my buds is here from college, like a brother to me. We have like a hand, I have about like good five or six of us. We're still brothers to this day. And what we used to do was, this was after college. We smoked during college, you know, did a lot of things during college. Yeah. So smoking <laughs> was one of them. But uh, we used to, on my porch, this was funny, three chess tables. Everybody smoked a cigar and you would rotate during chess. And if you, you lost a hand in between chests, you owed us a shot. So it became a speed chess game, but you know. Everything the, is a drinking game. Everything was a drinking game, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So <laughs> we kept doing it over and over, and that was like one of the things that we ended up all doing over time, cigar, cigar and chess, cigar and chess, and other things, of course. Yeah. But, you know, so I have some good memories. That's great. No, I mean, I think, I think one thing about the cigar community in general is the perfect example you said. You, you're still friends with five or six of your college friends, and you get together. And, and like I said, your friend right now is having a cigar, right? It's just yeah. it brings people together, and, and it's such a great it's such a great thing. And, I, and that's one of the many things I love about about the cigar community. What what made you, I guess, you know, besides your grandfather, what made you really fall in love with cigars to the point where you're at now, where you are a, a prominent. Like, I I don't know if you like the word influencer. Um, but a, an aficionado online to where your your numbers on like TikTok specifically are like through the roof. Um, what 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 made you like fall in love with 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 this? When I was in college, I was in anthropology class, and I wish I could remember the guy's name. I, I really didn't know him, but he told me the story. He was a Native American Indian, and he told me the story. I had to go look it up. It's, uh, I don't know if you ever heard the story. It's, it's called, uh, she was a buffalo calf what, lady. What the story goes, this is what got me into it, was that this story goes back way before Columbus, way before the time. And during my research, I found out that this story was prominent throughout the Sioux Nation, Lakota, Cherokee, they all have a similar story. Okay. So a white buffalo lady came to them from the heavens 
It was a time when they were starving. And they didn't have anything. There was two warriors on the plains when they saw her. And when she came down, she had something in her hand. The first warrior saw her and he dropped to his knees. The, one, the second one was closer to where she was. And he, the way he told me the story was that he wanted her for himself. Okay. So he reached out to her and he immediately turned to ash. The one that was on his knees, she came to him and she said, prepare the village, I'll be here and I'll be back in four days. Four days come, they set up the tent and everything and she comes and she brings them a gift. It's a pipe and tobacco, All right? And she says, I don't want anything from this. This is a gift from the creator to you. So what she did was when she left the village, she went around the tent four times. I'm getting to the point. No, 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 I'm listening. <laughs> I tell you. I, she went around the tent four times like a blessing. Yeah. And then she left. Now, throughout history, tobacco has been around. We, we do it leisurely and we enjoy yeah. it, but it's more spiritual. And what I mean by that is like one of the things that the Native American Indians say, even the Africans that do smoke it, is when you pull on a cigar, and you release it, what they say is that when it leaves your mouth, you have pulled in your ancestors. Yep. And when it leaves your mouth, it goes up to the heavens. And the creator knows everything about you and what your prayers are. And while you're having the cigar, he will answer you. Now, why that's so interesting to me is that a lot of times when I smoke a cigar by myself, these thoughts come into my head. Yeah. I think you can relate to it. We all have moments where it's like a clarity. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, where is this coming from? Or time doesn't matter. I feel that way a lot when smoking a cigar. You try to enjoy every moment. Yeah. Maybe not so much when I'm working here and maybe I have to do it for a video or a review. But when I get the chance to, like, go to the lounge or even, like, at my house sit. And I think it is a time of reflection. Um, I love writing, and there's times where I would like to sit and write and like have a cigar rather than have a beer yeah. <laughs> or a whiskey. You know, yeah, yeah. I think there is a time time to reflect, and most of the time when people are smoking cigars, even if you're with like five or six of your friends, or it's different. It's different, yeah. but if like maybe if it is you and your buddy, there might not be much talking going on, right? Because right. you're enjoying it, right? You know, but I never heard I never heard of that story. That's a pretty interesting concept too so it, just to break down at one point so i start doing research on it right yeah. later on this thing with the four got me because she said she's coming in four days and then she goes around the thing four days right if you think of a tobacco plant right what are the stages of the, of the tobacco there's four, four there's stages. four right and you know you have the volato you have the sico you have the viso and you have the lejero right yeah. Now, the majority of them all sprout four leaves, three to four leaves. Each one of them, three to four leaves, three to four leaves. Is this, it's like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> this is a sign. This is, <laughs> but the fact that they say that the, the, the tobacco leaf can grow on its own. 
because it has both male and female. Yeah. Right. And that's one of the things I did in other research, I think, is the Sioux Indians say that you're supposed to give tobacco to an elder. You're supposed to give it as a gift when you're asking for advice. You lay the tobacco down in front of the elder. If there's a dispute in the family, if there's a dispute with another tribe, the peace pipe comes out. Well, you must smoke the tobacco. That's where the to- that's where that term comes in, I guess, the peace pipe with the peace, tobacco. Yeah. Right. And and you're supposed to have a tobacco you're supposed to smoke tobacco when there's a wedding. We still do that to this day. Yes. Oh yeah. I brought yeah. cigars to my right? wedding. There's cigar rollers at weddings. You're supposed to have the tobacco when a child is born. These are still things that we still do, right? People gave me a, when my daughter was born. Here's a yeah. cigar. I think I work for a cigar company. No, here. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it's just the that's, thing. That's interesting. It's just these, these, even for me, like subconsciously, like, oh, you know, getting married, got to get a box of cigars. Every, you know, it's these subconscious Celebratory. things. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's for, look at sports. If you're a sports fan, World exactly. Series, exactly. championship, they're smoking a cigar, mm-hmm. you know? So, so that, that story in college really got you thinking more than more than cigars are just like a hobby. It yes. was more, it was deeper than that. It was, it's deeper for me. I mean, when I first started out, I was into the brand and what's the newest and what's the latest. And I'm loyal to this brand yeah. and I like this brand. I'm more a mindful smoker, mm-hmm. which means I want to enjoy the moment. Yep. And whatever the stick is in my hand, I think the cigar picks you. And what I mean by that is that one of the things that is everyone has a different palate, right? And your palate is based on what you grew up with, maybe uh, what your mom used as spices and different things. You can recall it. You can, from the smell, from the touch, from the taste, it brings back a memory. Yeah, It's just stuck in you and you just can't. So I believe that a lot of times cigars that you really like, it's it's triggering something in your brain that is, is a nostalgic memory. It's a thought of maybe of your grandfather like me or, you know, or a moment of celebrating or something like that. And it takes you there. But it also allows me to stay in the present moment rather than have all these thoughts about work and stress and all these things that are going on in the world. That present moment, it's just me, the cigar, you know, and whatever the creator is telling me or whatever I'm thinking about. I, I, I refer it like a chess game. I can actually see. Sometimes when I'm smoking a cigar, I can see moves ahead like, you should do this. And you should do that. And I'm like, where's this coming from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. I mean, I think cigars are one of the few things in life where um, – I, I, Larry David, uh, he had a phenomenal quote. He's like, you never see anyone on the curb outside, like, you know, in their shift. Like, they, no one chain smoking a cigar. People chain smoke cigarettes because it's that quick fix. It's, yes. that, it's, that, it's that. Cigars are meant to not have that. I know people enjoy cigarillos and things of that nature. Yeah. Even cigarillos take 15, 20 minutes. Cigarettes, people can chain smoke Chain them, smoking. You know? You're getting instant so gratification. But this what? was this is created from from inception to completion. It's created with in, in mind, taking your time, and yes. especially sizes come into that. Yes, you know if you're if you're going to pick out a Churchill, you're here for a few hours. You, you, if you're smoking a robusto, maybe a Toro, 
you have 45 minutes to yes. an hour, but Churchill, you got like all afternoon. And you know you're going to dedicate that time. Yeah, you yeah. Know? We have so much going on in this, in this world that we always, always, you always hear, I don't have enough time for this. I don't have enough time for that. You should read a book. You should work out. I don't have time for this. This makes you have time. Oh, yeah. You're going to sit down. <laughs> no. Yeah. People who say they don't have time. Yeah. This, like you said, this will make you have time for sure. Um, so kind of transitioning to, I guess, you know, where I first saw you um, online and all that. How long have you been doing, you know, cigar, you know, cigars, social media? Like when did that, um, when did like Maduro Aficionado come to be? I'm going to make you laugh because pandemic. But. I would go to cigar lounges and I would see these guys, you know, they're dressed really nice or they'll have like an expensive cigar in their hand. And I would watch them light the cigar like and they're just torching the crap out of it. Like I'd want to run across like in slow motion, be like, no, no, <laughs> like literally, you know, I love that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what got me into like, you know, I see this a lot of times. You, Wasting a good cigar. I'm not going to say anything. It's not etiquette to, you know, in a cigar lounge. You just sit quietly and hey, that's and that's what you do. That's what people you would do. love you in the, in the cigar lounge then, because yeah, because <laughs> yeah. if you're if you're letting them do your own thing, that's fine. I believe it's you know it's really up to you. Yeah, you know? yeah. You do what you like. You smoke it how you like. I get a little triggered when I see people lick their cigars. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything like this. Yeah, you just sit gonna... there and you're like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like you're wrong, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. So what? But what made? I guess the pandemic. I know you said like you were going to cigar lounges. Why? Why did? I guess what made you start during the pandemic, and why not sooner? And did the pandemic have anything to do with being like, you know what? Screw it. Like, we're living in a really weird time right now. Let me do something that's going to make me happy. Like, what, I guess what was that specific time? Minus, I guess, just having the time to do it. When you have time to reflect and you can't go anywhere else, you know, it's like during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Like I said, you know, it, it was a thought. I, I think the cigar picked me. You know, I was like, you know what, you should, you should talk about it. Because, you know, like I said, you know, you, you only see, you know, you watch Instagram. It's just everyone's just, yeah, that's it. It's, this is more than just. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, I do it too sometimes. Like, sometimes, no, but, but it's not your whole. This yeah. is not. There's so much behind this that I think it's lost, or it's not spoken to enough. That you know, a lot of my followers respond very nicely, and they're like, "Man, thank you for saying that. I feel the same way." You know, yeah. But I don't say it. You know, so I try to say things that you know you may be thinking you, about. You, know? you can say what I can't. I work. You know, I work for a retail company, and you get so many comments being like. How can we never see a bad review from you guys? I'm like, oh my god, because it would destroy our business. <laughs> uh, one, but also if you see us not smoking something, nine nine times out of ten, we're not a fan. Like, mm -hmm. we, we're not smoking something to give a bad review. You know, someone who, like of your stature, who is, who's, I guess the independent, the independent artist in this scenario, right? Like we're more studio, friend, you know, studio yeah. big. You 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 can say things that are freely and sometimes more often than not, I wish I could too because yeah. I I just and it's not saying things to be like controversial or this right, or that you just right. kind of wish you know we're able to say like hey don't do that you know when yeah. we're doing tips on videos we we show what to do we never say hey yeah don't do, don't that, do that you know um so I think 
for you, I think, yeah, that's, I think people appreciate, um, tobacco, you know, faces or in the industry like you, because you're able to shoot it to them straight. And that was another thing that started it because I had not realized how many people did not know that you shouldn't inhale a cigar. Isn't that something that we have to deal with all the time? But you really, I did not know it was such a big deal until I made that post and it hit like 13 million views. And it was like, and everyone's like, I got some crazy comments, of course. Yeah, you got, yeah. well, why shouldn't you smoke? I explained it to you already. And if, if you don't inhale it, then what's the point? Yeah. I'm like, you're missing the whole point of this. Exactly. You know? Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if when Steve started, I think he, he may. Did you ask that? Are you supposed to inhale? It may not have been you. He, he just, because he's very new to the industry. Mm-hmm. But it, when I was at his age, at his uh, part in the industry, before I started here, I knew you couldn't inhale. But some people really do think, oh, wait, you're supposed to inhale? It's not a cigarette. It's, it's not a it's cigarette. Not, it's nothing else that you might smoke. You know, like you're supposed to. And I was telling people that even recently. I was like, no, you, you puff on it. <laughs> you puff. You don't, if you inhale, you will prob- most likely going to puke. Exactly. You know, I remember the first few times I smoked cigars, I, I inhaled. I was like, oh, I'm lightheaded. I wonder why. Why? Exactly. You know, so yeah. you don't, you know, you, yeah, that's, it is, that's one thing I think that should be basic, like 101, like. Right you away. You do not inhale. Do not inhale. You, uh, and you, you get your flavors it. from, I think, you know, you, you determine how spicy or strong it is by retrohaling, but you're not supposed to retrohale all the time. Exactly. Too. That's, that's one the other thing, thing I didn't know. Yeah. My buddy said you're supposed to retrohale once, maybe twice. I'm over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm yeah. over here doing that. And I'm like, no wonder my nose is like it's going to fall well, off. You, you think know? about it. You know, you're that from what I usually do is I retrohale every third. Sometimes I do more. Yes. Yeah. But I try to stick to that so I can keep that profile. Yeah. And if you do more than that, you destroy the sensory. Yep. For the time you're smoking that cigar. So now you just lost that one part that you need, that, you know? Yeah, that makes you enjoy it even <laughs> yeah, more, you know? you know? So what was, like, one moment when you started doing these videos that you were, like, kind of like, I'm here, like, I'm here? Because you, you, your numbers speak for itself. You're, you're here, right? Yeah. So what was, I know you said that one video with the 13 million views, and, and uh, views or likes, I'm sorry. Views. Views, okay, yeah. nice. 13 million, I don't even, I like I was telling you, I, I can't even click Keep up comments with it, right? because yeah. it's TikTok, when I open it up, it just sticks. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what was even. one? What was another? Like a few other moments that you had where you like you know whether people it's recognize the comments. Okay. The right. comments are uplifting. Um, you know, some one of my buddies was like, "How many bad comments do you get? Tell me." You know, like, the, and honestly, my I you get everyone gets you know this one person. What are you talking about? You don't yep. know. What you, yeah. Okay, but the majority of comments are very. Some people call me uncle, all right? Some say uh, godfather. One person said, I wish you were my dad. I mean, the comments are amazing. Wow. You know, I wish I had a dad because it's the way you're talking to me. I feel like you're talking to me. You know, I get that a lot. How do you, so going into that, like how, do you you recognize you do that? Like, is it a, because that's interesting. Because you're talking to millions of people can come across your video, right? Yeah. So how do you make it so personalized, you know? I, I, I think I'm, I treat it like I'm talking to myself. I think of my younger me. Like, you don't know. Tell me, you know, or. And you're not condescending about it either. I, I don't think it's ne- not necessary because every, a lot of us don't know what we're doing. We're just smoking a cigar. Yeah. Honestly. And I think a lot of us are 
are afraid to ask or we're afraid to, you know, let other people know that we don't really know. I'll be honest with you, two, three years ago, I would never be doing this because I wouldn't have the confidence to sit next to someone like you're honestly like yourself or even like my coworker who's right. been in the industry 10 years, like, cause you don't want to, I don't want to sound stupid. That's it. Because there's so, when you're asking me what cigars do you like to smoke, Chris? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Oh. And I'll just say one. And you were lucky enough to be like, oh, I love that cigar too. I'm like, yes, you know? yeah. <laughs> like, but that's what I think that's, that's everyone in the industry. You just yes. don't want to sound that's stupid it. because I think people try so hard to not embarrass you, but to be like, oh, oh, he said something wrong or she said something that's wrong. That's it. That's it. So when you, by you kind of coming in there being like you're talking to your younger self, I think that's a great yeah. approach. It, it just helps. And then the comments are just really, you know, what what's amazing to me is why I know that I'm, I must be doing something right is when I go back and look at my followers because I like to do that. Yeah. And they're from different walks of life. Different ages, different ages, different political viewpoints. Mm -hmm. um, some, you know, have like paraphernalia that they would chase me out of the room if they knew. And but they're commenting to me like, "Thank you, brother." And that's the thing about brothers of the leaf, sisters yep. of the leaf. This is a one common thread that we all have and share, no matter where we're from and what we do. And that kind of like levels everybody down a little bit and you're yeah. able to have a real conversation with each yeah. other. You know? What is your perception of um, cigar media, I guess, in 2023 or ever since you've been starting it? Do you think it, it definitely has room to grow? You know, I'm, I, I'm from the media perspective, from from my perspective, is not as the same as yours in terms of, you know, you were, you were self-made in terms of what your content has been. I kind of stepped in with like already like mm. – um, an outline or a platform of like, this is what we're doing things, but we have, we've been able to kind of spread our wings a little bit. So how do you see the, the, the cigar media landscape in general? What, you know? I think we have a long way to go. I think we're going through another evolutionary process of cigars. Um, what I like from being in it since the eighties, it's more inclusive. You, when I first started out, I was intimidated to go to cigar lounge, not because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't think anybody looked like me. So I was not comfortable going there, mm -hmm. you know? So that was like an issue for me for a long time. So I smoked at home, but we smoked in groups, you know, a lot of us at just, the lounge in groups or just, in, and we didn't go to lounges. We didn't go to lounges at all. Yeah. We felt okay. like we were not yeah. welcome okay. in the lounge. You would get funny faces. I'm talking about in the eighties, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about in the nineties. I'm talking about even in, early 2000, but I see a more welcoming, even from the people that are there and other brothers and sisters of the leaf. What do you think that, what do you, what do you think um, is a result of like people feeling more comfortable or it being more inclusive? Can you pinpoint anything? Or? I think it's, it sounds bad, but some of the older people are not here anymore. You have a, a, a younger generation that, looks at the world more inclusive than it was back then, yeah. you know? So we have a, you're more, you're not even tolerant. You're, you're accepting, you're, you're, uh, they're curious. They want to learn, they want to know. Yeah. So it makes it easy to sit down. It's like, you go to a lounge now, it's like, I walk into the lounge, it's like, you know? Yeah. You know, that's a thing that my culture, 
you know, uh, peop- men of color for a long time. I can walk on the street and or be at my job, and I wouldn't know you from Adam, and they would just go, and I would like, and there were other people with me, like, do you know him? No, I don't. That's just the thing. Yeah, you know, just acknowledging each other. Yeah, you know, and I see that more in lounges now. You oh know, yeah, you walk in, it's like. You're a brother of the leaf, yeah. you know. You're a sister of the leaf. You're you're a part of this community. And it's like, which is really nice. Yeah. So. No, I think it's great. And, um, yeah, I, I st- like I said, I started in 2019, and I think from the jump from there, it was always it was always felt inclusive. But I'm not from your perspective. Yeah, you know, it's it's a, it's an interesting interesting point you made, and I think you could probably go to any cigar lounge now. And, yes. And and. You'll, you'll, like you know, the one you may be going to tonight, I'm sure you'll make a few friends there, without right? a doubt. I wouldn't have and to that's think just, twice, and that's that. just the, the culture of it now. And I, I do love that because, yes. you know, just I come from like a I do film writing, acting on the side. Oh, do you? Of this and it's not that inclusive. Yeah. You would like it. I wish I could go to a film festival, yes, and people would be like welcome with open arms, but yeah. it's more so competition and stuff. Here, you know, you can meet someone else who's also in your position, mm-hmm. you may not have come across them or you guys know each other and there's that mutual respect there. Yes. You know? That's and I think key. that's really important. I don't, I'm not too familiar with, I guess, like the liquor, you know, wine or, or whiskey world. I, I assume it's like that. But I think this is really more inclusive because you have people at lounges being like, oh, you never had this before? Here you go. Yes. Here you go. You know? I think this is cigars... I mean, how long it's been around, right? So we we are like the first barrier being broken, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, and that leads to many more because you're like, like perfect example. The, the reason why I chose the name Maduro was all based on that kind of scenario. Yeah. What is a Maduro, you know, or a, a Maduro, you know, it's, it's mature, it's ripe, right? But in order to get that color, you have to go through a high level of fermentation. So you have, you're, you're, if that leaf is faced with extreme pressure and extreme temperatures. And then when it gets to a certain temperature in that pile, it's taken off, flipped over, and then done again. And over and over and over. So to make a long story short, most people that are new and see a Maduro by its color, they're intimidated by it. And once they try it, you find out Maduro's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I love so that. Don't judge. I feel stupid not asking how you got your name, yeah, but I'm glad sorry. you explained it. No, I'm glad. Yeah, no, I like, love that. That's, don't judge a cigar by its color. Exactly. Everyone says that by its wrap. Like, you know, we were just talking about it off, off camera. Like, a lot of people think Connecticut's are like mellow, medium, and then you get, maybe you might get a, a strong binder or filler tobacco yeah, in there, and then you're like, why am I sweating so much? Yeah, you, you know, why am I sweating so much? Mm-hmm. Um, on your profile, it says you are a certified cigar sommelier uh, tobacconist. What, what does that mean to you? It's a standard. Um, I wish that we were like, you know, like a psalm of wine, but we're not there yet. But um, the fact that you stick to a certain standard, you tell people about how to light it and all those things that are connected to it, I'm proud of that designation. And it has opened doors for me, you know, like, like you said, if I was in the industry, I'm like a ghost in the industry. I've been in the industry, but people send me cigars to taste and ask me 
my opinion on it. I have to sign a disclosure, non-disclosure. I can't say what it is, who it is, or stuff like that. And that has helped me because of my uh, certification, but also just a taste, uh, understanding what it tastes like in a way. So that's the fun part for me that no one knows about, no one sees, you know. I'm actually tasting stuff because I like the new stuff. I want to know about the new stuff. Yeah. I think you guys mentioned it before, you know. After a while, how many times can you say that this cigar is the number one of the year and it's the same cigar? Oh, like, man. You're lucky my, my co-host, Nick, is is not here because we, we feel that very much about um, Cigar Aficionado's list particularly because they do have, like, a number one cigar of the year that came out 15 years ago. Right. You exactly. Know? So we try, can I grab a lighter, too? I'm sure. sorry. Yeah, we uh, we... I think, you know, for this year um, on our list, not to dive too much into it, I think our, I think 10 out of our top 12 are all came out this year. See, I like that. And I think, but I think that's what people want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they don't want, you know, we do our best to include some cigars that were in our top five from previous years. I mean, year. you can't help. There's going to be yeah. some that you know that, oh, this is just great. It, ne- it needs to be on the list again. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But I. But top list of the of top. List of the year. It's like if I if I make a top um here you go. Yeah. if I make a top TV shows of of twenty twenty three, I'm not going to be like yeah season five of Friends was <laughs> was great this year just because it's on it's on repeat all the time. You know no you want something new exactly. And I and I and and I think that's great that you're able to um you know pe- people are going to you to be like hey let's try our new stuff and so when you're doing that is there a grading system or is there like a sheet you follow by like you know taste aroma. Uh, um, minus the band, like appearance, how's the rapper, you know? Well, I do all, all that we normally would do, but then the last thing that I do is, how do I feel? If I'm new, or if this is something that you're introducing me for the first time, first of all, I think it's unfair to have one cigar and then rate it. Yeah. That's just, um, what if your palate is off that day? You know, what if you, you, you had you're a sick or yeah, weather, or you, yeah, yeah. your meal or something, and then you're going to say the cigar is like, cigar was this. And mm-hmm. I spoke about three of them. Then tell me what you think about it. You know, so that's what I usually make. I ask, send me three or four. I need the same one, same cut, same size, everything. And then I'll taste that one. And then if I think it's that good, send me another one of the same brand, just a different size. Mm-hmm. You know, and let's see which one is the one that's the nicest one out of the bunch. We had uh, Krishna Roa on a few uh, weeks ago, probably months at this point, and he said when he take he he'll have two cigars, mm-hmm. uh, I think same size or different uh, different sizes, same blend, and he'll he'll go back and forth. I'm like, I would be passed out by that, you know. But he's he has years in the business, you know. So I, I think you you probably wouldn't pass out either. But that's how you that's how you determine it, you know. Yeah. He's doing two at a time, but yeah. you're saying you want the same cigar, different sizes, or maybe some of the same size. And you're going to smoke, smoke them in a two, three, maybe four day span. I exactly. think that's a great exactly. uh, uh, judge of character for it, right? Exactly. And also, have they been sitting? Like, yeah. when did they get to you? Have they been aging for a few years? Like, you said it. You know, and that so, all goes into it. Yeah. So it'll take longer because I'm going to pop that in my humidor. I'm not going to have it the same day. No. You know, I'm going to let that sit for about, I usually let them sit for like two, three weeks. That's Sounds perfect. crazy. Yeah. But, no. But that's my regimen. It's everything is get done that way. And, yep. and it's so that I have. It's, it's going to be, should be at the same mode for each one. Yeah, and it depends, like, off. you know, you live down south. Mm-hmm. It, all year round, it's warmer. Up here, it's cooler. Mm-hmm. How are you going to be able to judge that, you know? Exactly. Like, I, I, my, the humidor we have here in the summertime is, like, 
it's a crapshoot sometimes yeah. with how much how much you know water it's taking exactly. all and those the humidifier. All of it goes into it, so you yeah. can't. I don't know how other people when they are judging cigars, rating cigars. I don't know what their process is, but I don't. I don't. There's a lot of cigars people will hand me. If we're you know recording, I'll, I'll try and you know if it's a manufacturer who's handing me a cigar, or even someone like you who to be like, you got to try this. Right. I would say, should I try it now? Should I wait? I would get your guys' input, and they're like, no, yeah. no, no. But I trust most of you guys. Yeah. Be like, I didn't just get this yesterday. Like, right, right. Exactly. And you can tell by the cellophane too. If yeah. It's, if it's if it's aged, it's brown. You understand? Go. You yeah. know? Yeah. And these are things a lot of people are not aware of either. You know? Yeah. These this is these are information that it's not secret, but. One, you don't want to sound like you're telling everybody, oh, I know all this, and this is what you're supposed to do, and blah, 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 blah. But these are things that people should understand. Like yeah. when you buy a cigar and you get it online for the first time, should I smoke it right away? Realistically, I don't. Yeah. I put it away. You know, you got to let it acclimate to mm-hmm. your your humidor and make sure that it's at the temperature and the humidity is right for you. Yeah. And then, you know, then I'll try it. And, again, and, and, and another thing, too, is that, like, it, de- it depends on – the type of blend that the cigar is. Yes. Right. You don't know what uh, how Ecuadorian tobacco versus Nicaraguan tobacco is going to handle any anything. Right. Yes. And that's that's the thing where it ties back into like not 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 not, not having the confidence of talking about stuff, but you know every everything is people's palates are different with the type of tobacco. Like I've found myself I love Connecticut uh, broadleaf like binder, mm-hmm. and it goes back to the Henry Clay. You know, it has a Connecticut bond, you know, it has that binder and it just tastes like, you know, that might not be for everybody, too. So there's just so like so many layers to to one cigar and how many cigars are there. Yes. Not just like not we're not talking about different brands, but like just sizes too. Lancero. All these things change. And what is it that you want from the cigar? Exactly. You know, do you have a favorite size? Or like a go-to side you see yourself more going to towards than others. I do robusto, and sometimes I do Churchill. Depends. It sounds crazy, but it, I gotta have the time for it. Yeah, you know? yeah. But it's a different flavor mm-hmm. because it's a cooler smoke. It takes longer for it to heat all the way up, so you know, it takes the edge off. And you hold it a little bit longer. It, it, it all depends on the brand. It all depends on. The, it, is it is it from Nicaragua? Is it from the Dominican Republic? You know, these all things make a difference in, in and my mood. Like a lot of people ask, "What's your go-to stick?" I don't have a go-to stick, so to speak, because I'm gonna cross this one off. I'm gonna mess it up. You're funny. <laughs> well, you're right. No, but you're right. Like you know, it, is it, t- it depends on your type of day. Do uh, you know what your you're gonna eat today? No. Whatever you feel like, right? Yeah. You're gonna be like, I feel like a hamburger today. No, you're not. I, I like a nice piece of salmon today. Yeah. Okay, so that's going to di- dictate what I'm going to smoke later. I don't know what I'm having for lunch sometimes. Have the, half of my friends ask, what are you having? I'm like, right. I'll, I'll, I'll figure that out around like 1130 or 12. Yeah, you know, Because you, know, you don't want, you know, you, you, like you said, your mood, it really ch- it changes. Yeah. I go to my humidor and I'm like, okay, what am I drinking tonight? Okay. I feel like, you know, I feel like some rum. I'm going to try a different cigar. I'm going to have a different one because it's it, Do you ever go me, to your humidor, like determined to like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to smoke something. Like, I'm going to just probably smoke like a Toro Robusto. And I go through it, and I'll be like, oh, there's this Lancero. Mm-hmm. I've been into Lanceros mm-hmm. lately. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, do I got the time for Lancero? Like, especially in the summertime. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. so you'll go there. Like, I, I never, like, prefix on what I'm going to smoke. I had no idea what I was going to smoke today until we got up. You know, There you go. Because I try not to. Unless if it's – unless if we're doing an episode on, like, a specific, like, cigar brand that we are putting yes. out. Anything like that. Or, like, if you are talking – it's different. Yeah. yeah. If you're talking yeah. about certain videos on – 
on a Connecticut, you know, shade or Connecticut wrap cigars or, or, or Maduro wrap cigars, you're going to smoke something specific to that. Right. But if, you're, if it's just a generic smoke session, a generic video you're going to do, that's where you could like, well, yes. I'm going to fill last minute and then that, yes. that could drive the, the video. It's exactly. So it's, you know, do I know what I'm wearing today? Maybe I do. I have an idea. Do I know, you know, what? What color underwear I'm wearing today? What yeah. I'm wearing? I don't know. I have no idea. Let's yeah. say with my cigar. It depends on my mood, you know? How, um, what are, because you're a very fashionable person, if, if you guys couldn't tell. Um, and I know, like, that was one thing on, on your profile as well. So what, um, how do men's fashion and cigars, in your mind, coincide with one another? Um, do you, do you feel like, when I go to lounges for events and if I'm, like, wearing a suit, I feel like, my confidence is through the roof when I'm even like smoking a cigar more. So is that something that like you, you either subconsciously or just outwardly like think it, it, it goes back to my grandfather, fedoras, the suits. Everything. So that, that image is burned it's in always your been in my, yeah. in my head, but it's also, you grow up with movies, Bogart. I've seen all these guys, you know, what are they wearing? You know, you see the fashion statement. It's, it's, you know, cigars are, are not, a trend it's a lifestyle and part of my lifestyle is how i feel mm -hmm. and i like the way i feel in clothes and i like the way it feels when i have a cigar i like the way it feels when i'm having a drink or i'm with good company and we're having a great conversation all these things make this taste really good you know yeah. so that's where the part with fashion is it just i like it you know and i i think that all through time you just look at any movie. Yeah. How the guys dressed. You know, Casablanca, look at Bogart, look at how he was and dressed, you know. Tie, yeah. Suit and tie, the hat. I grew up in that kind of area, yeah. you know, seeing all those images, you know. So, but it doesn't mean that you can't just chill in a t shirt. I should be able to sit back with flip flops on and, you know, feel the way I feel. But I feel good. Yeah. If that's what makes you feel good, when you have this, it's even better. Awesome. It's the experience. Um, a few more questions before we wrap up. What, what was like one of the coolest moments you experienced so far, like in the industry? Um, like I said, I, di I didn't know you started smoking in the eighties, which is pretty cool. So like, is it from like the beginning when you started smoking any like cool moment, if, whether it be at like a, like a, a cigar convention you went to, or a, uh, I don't know if that like, it's not cigar fest, but you know, like uh, has anyone like recognized you from like your videos, anything of that nature that you could like, that's just stuck with you so far. I, the uh, being recognized is really nice. It's fun because it, were you in Walmart? I get uh, literally on TikTok, you know, <laughs> some of my fans are like, do you in Walmart on the West Side of China? I'm like, no, that wasn't me. But I'm glad, you, you know, I'm happy you said that, like being recognized is, is fun because for people who say, oh, you know, it's, come it's on. nothing now. You like being come you know, on. You like, it, yeah. it feels it's not, it's yeah. like, OK, you do recognize me or you see me. I've, I've, I've gotten all kinds of comments, you know, it's like. My my daughter laughs at me. Oh, you really doing something there, Dad? Like, <laughs> she's reading the comment. Is uh, this guy wrote a post? He's like, you know, he wrote a comment. He says, "It's is it me or is everybody getting hot?" And she just died. She died. She was like, "How?" Uh, yeah, and I'm sure she, you know, you're you're her dad, so yeah. you're not you're not cool, right? Yeah. But so for, for her to read for that, her, she's, she's like, like, "Oh man, okay, Dad." Yeah. <laughs> right? I love she's that. like, yeah, "So you know, that's a good." But but the other part was the inclusiveness. It still brings me back to like, really, it's really nice. Yeah. It's nice that you can walk into any place and be, 
I don't feel comfortable. And if you want to be alone, you can be alone. That's another thing about, you know, the cigar thing. You, I can watch you and you can you're enjoying your cigar. I'm not bothering you. It's, you're okay. Yeah. Or I can come over to you and like, hey, what do you got there? Or, yeah. You know, it's nice. Or some, some guys will even share their, you know, their bottle. You know, come on. Where do you go through yeah. that? <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> you know? Nowhere. No, no and you're right. Yeah, I think it's like, yeah, so inclusiveness is very big on your part for yeah. sure. That That makes, I mean... As you explained earlier, you know, in, in this episode too, so it means more than than most people would think. You know, yeah, you, there's a lot more to this. Yeah, of course, so yeah. much. You know, that's that's awesome. It's medicinal. Yeah, you know, people don't realize that. You know, those cultures knew that. They knew that there was this is this is more. I mean, it's gotten a bad rep. You know, the FDA. Yeah, you know, it's it. Everything is bad for you. If you really think about it, milk's bad for you. Red meat's bad for you. Okay, so this it's how you do it. Yeah, it's how moderation. much you consume it. You too. Consume anything, you know. So, you know, I, I agree. I mean, I think certain people look at just obviously tobacco as a whole, and I think in the forefront is always like vaping and cigarettes, mm-hmm. right? Because most of those things you are inhaling, right? And people just want to clump this into it, you know. But I mean. I think if half the people, even less than half the people, knew about like the history of cigars in general, oh, in general, um, I think they would have a different like outlook on it. Um, and and maybe they don't want that. Yeah, they, us, yeah, they, they don't want to be proven wrong, wrong or, like, or or the they wouldn't want us to be. They were saying that we're promoting bad things for this new generation with the cigars, but no, this is you know. I don't know any. I don't know too many younger kids, but I don't know. I, when I was 19 or 20, I was not looking for cigars. Man. I was not looking to go to cigar lounges. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like I was looking to go to parties and, yeah. and and drink and do that other, and do other stuff. Like I don't think younger kids are really looking for that, but they yeah. think because, oh, you know, it's online or it's on, you, you know, we've had problems with our YouTube channel and whatnot, you know, like Same they just thing. think because it's promoting the young kids. But I think maybe I come from a, a school of thought. It's not necessarily the right one. I think kids are going to do things whether they – People in general, not just kids. Yes. They're going to do whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. It's that voice in their head that maybe, you know, whoever is able there to guide them and be like, hey, you know, maybe just don't do not do it right now. Or, you know, but like I said, I don't know too many kids being like, I'm going to smoke a cigar. You know, right. I think I think the FDA, General Masses, think like, you know, tobacco is a big bad wolf. Yes. You know, so. Every form of tobacco. Yeah. doesn't matter what it is. You know. um, so when, when people come across your profile, what, what do you want them to you know, they're scrolling on TikTok. They come across your TikTok. What do you want them to get out of it? What are they? What are you? What are you hoping for them to to get out of out of Maduro aficionado? I want them to get the, as much information as I can give them on how to use this properly. You know, how to enjoy this. I'm sharing my passion. That's really what I'm doing. It's not. I didn't go into it like I'm going to say all this things to the public. You know, I was to share my passion. That's all I wanted to do was to share it. And hopefully guide you in the right way or right way or what you, what you could do. My recommendation. Yeah. I don't like to say this is the only way because that's crazy. Yeah. You know. So but you're just full of suggestions. This is my say. recommendation. Yeah. This yeah. is what I found that worked for me. Because all of us, if, if you only had somebody guiding you when you first started, wouldn't it have been awesome? Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? So that's the kind of thing that I'm looking yeah. at. It's like if I was to go all over again, what would one of the things that I would have done different? How would I have done it different? Where would I have been? I would have been further along, but hey, that's it's a passion. It's exactly. something I yeah. enjoy, yeah. and we all do. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 funny when you're. I don't know if you ever look at like your profile and you're like, 
like really like 13 million people watch this. Like they like it, it kind of baffles me sometimes where some people will randomly message me on Instagram like, "Hey, you know, like I listened to X Y and Z, like I really liked your take on." It. I was like, "Oh, like yeah. people listen like people yeah. do listen to it." And I and I think and I think we don't go like we go into doing certain videos here, you know, things we need to do, right? Because yeah. we're, we're a company. Yeah. Um but there's times like you said you're going in to just recommend to say to guide the way for people who who you know you didn't have it when you were first started smoking just, i didn't even have it yeah, and you just started, picked it up and just, you, yeah you yeah. just picked it up and was like hey we're gonna just we're gonna figure this out yeah. right and i think right now it is good like literally everything is on the internet if you need to find if you want to find, yeah, yeah. find it yeah but the good finding, and the bad the good and the bad <laughs> yeah. for sure but finding the right um voice face such as yourself I think is important so it makes people feel comfortable yeah. you don't ever want to come off condescending no, no. you know and I hope I ever I, that I don't you know you don't but there's some videos I've seen to. where it's like you're, you're an idiot if you yeah. do this and it's like yeah. you're you're right off the bat you're calling me an idiot like yeah. <laughs> you don't even know me like <laughs> it's more so like this is these are things I do to yeah. to these are the steps I took and I'm hoping to pass like pass it along right. to you if you want to really get into cigar smoking, right. if this is something that you don't find yourself into, that's okay. That's okay. But here's here's some stepping stones, right. and, and I that's think that's great. Following the traditions of of a cigar psalm is is that I'm sticking to that. You know, this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is how you're supposed to tell the people. You're supposed to be honorable about it and respectful about it, and and try to share knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Last question before we wrap up. Um, where do you see Maduro aficionado five, 10, 10 years down the road? What, where would you like to kind of have your place within the cigar industry, whether it be in the media, whether it be taking your videos and doing like live events, so to speak? Do you, you know, where do you see yourself? Um, I'm going to let the cigar dictate and show me what it is when I'm sitting out there on that patio and the ideas come to my mind. I am working on, um, uh, it's called. It's a streaming service that has. A, it's going to have a cigar channel. Awesome. So um, it's called Cigar TV, and that's coming out soon. I'll be on that awesome. and have a little bit more time to talk and and explain or have nice conversations. You know. Yeah. Just like what we're doing right now. Just I appreciate with a cigar. Yeah. Yes. You know. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's we, we try to implement in most of our videos here, like. We want to try and emulate how much, like how it is in a cigar lounge. You know, you're right. sitting, you're talking. This is a little different because I would let, you know, we were trying to get to know you, but I took away some great, great stories and gems from you. So I really do appreciate it. Um, if you feel like, obviously, like, you know, where where people can find you, please, please let them know. Find me on TikTok. Uh, you, I'm starting out on IG too as well, but TikTok platform is the platform I started with. Um, I'm pretty loyal to them there, but trying to venture out further and um, just remember you know you're welcome wherever we are and when we're having a cigar you know anytime you see us i'm glad to sit down with you and have a smoke even if it's an infused cigar <laughs> you know i can't say yes but yeah I, I, I my thoughts are on that but yeah <laughs> i appreciate if you they want to have one yeah I'm if you want to have one start I'm, off I'm go ahead um I, I i definitely tried my fair share and now i'm I've I've moved past that. <laughs> yeah, it was a stepping stone for some people. Oh, for a lot of people. Some people like stick him. to it. Some people move on from it. You know, non. I think really, uh, I call them blue moon cigar smokers. They smoke once in a blue moon. Yeah. 
they'll enjoy a, an infused, you know? Yeah. So, um, but thank you guys for listening to our, our first episode of industry insider. This was Maduro aficionado again. Uh, please make sure to check us out on YouTube, Vimeo, Spotify, TikTok, and Instagram. Um, and yeah, till next time. Thank you guys.